I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions on WFUFM and bluesandrootsradio.com. A couple of years ago, I was at a Northeast Regional Folk Alliance conference, and I caught this band performing in the lobby, I'm basically nonstop in the lobby. Right. <laughs> they were there all weekend, and everybody was just astounded at their music. Uh, we've played their first album for, for a couple of years now, Banjo Nickaroo and Western Scooches. They have a brand new CD out called Get Us Out of Fearland, and we just happen to have the... Uh, Guiding light, <laughs> one of the guiding lights of the band with us today, Mr. Nick Russo. Nick, how you doing? Good, Ron. Thanks so much for having me today and, and giving excellent directions <laughs> on my way to uh, New Jersey from Manhattan. Oh, well, I'm glad you found us, and uh, I'm glad this CD and all this great music found us too. You, you guys are just, um, you know, it's it's a diverse mix of music that that can be found in this group. Uh, you know, it, you can't pigeonhole banjo, Nickaroo and western scooches. Give us a little background on the group. How did the how did this all come about? I mean, I know you're you're involved in the jazz world and uh, you've done a lot of diverse things. How did you develop it to this band? Well, we got probably like a lot of other stories. We got a gig. We got <laughs> called for a festival in Brooklyn, a Strawberry Festival, much years back. So I put a band together, and the name sort of a which we can get to a little bit later it was a little bit of a joke uh-huh. and uh, a little bit of a nickname for myself. And then. Um, Bringing my wife, Bettina Hershey, into the mix, it's always nice because otherwise I get so busy as a side person with 18 or 19 different bands, we never see each other. And I know she's an amazing musician, composer, and but she also has other gigs where she spends her time uh, writing children's musicals for a living. And she's been a dancer, worked with uh, Julia Roberts, and you know, been in movies like Disney's Enchanted. And mm-hmm. So she, she has a separate career. So when we do this band, we get to, we call it a gig date. <laughs> we get to play together. <laughs> And then I bring my two brothers from others, uh, Dr. David Pleasant, who might be listening, and Miles Griffith, who we play in each other's bands. And I guess that's what makes this band special in the sense that it's not hired um, one way, like, oh, I need a drummer, I'm going to hire this drummer, um, which, is, which is fine, too. That's one um, dynamic which can happen. In this case, I play in their bands as well, so both Miles and I learn a lot of Gullah rhythms and a lot of Dr. David Pleasant's music. For many years, so we know each other's uh, improvisational tendencies and and actually no tendencies. It's just so free, and they hear everything. Miles uh, has perfect pitch and and just any harmony I throw at him. And then Miles and I also went to school together. We um, did our masters at Aaron Copeland Schools. So we both studied with Jimmy Heath and and uh, Dr. Jimmy Heath and Dr. Roland Hanna, Sir Roland Hanna, I should say. So when I bring them into the mix, it's like just craziness, mm. and it can go in any direction, and Bettina maybe keeps the glue. She's a little bit more of the sane person, play, uh, composing these beautiful melodies and songs, and coming out of, she actually came more out of the traditional folk world, so to speak, the American traditional folk world. But then you have global folk, which yeah. I feel like a lot of the mus- musics and genres that I've played in, including African music, playing with Malika Zara, are part of global folk to begin with. So you just get this melting pot of Gullah Geechee, and then my studies with Samir Chatterjee, studying uh, Indian raga, North Indian classical music, and the, uh, specifically bowl, the rhythmic system. It just brings this whole crazy um, sonorities together. Yeah. But we have many different shapes and forms. Bettina and I have done duo gigs, and we actually have two duo tracks on the album, which is cool, because when we actually do a festival or a concert, we'll send some people off to the edges of the stage to go get a drink or take a break, and we'll play a duo, and then we've done many trio gigs uh including some a lot of trio performances with uh, emiliano valerio a cajon player that also uh plays tabla 
So we have a lot of different configurations of the band. So sometimes when people say, oh, are you the full band? Well, like this, these are all full versions, just different configurations and sure. permutations. How'd you decide what picture to pick? <laughs> That's <laughs> a really great question. The uh, back cover were, were the four of us right. in Queens near the Globe, the Old World's Fair, was almost the album ah. cover. It was so close to being the album cover. Great photographer by the name of Aidan Grant did all these photos. But then you know, I, I was able to finally get my designer from my CD row from 11 years ago to be available. I've always asked them to do these, these uh, two Banjo, Nickaroo, and Western Scooch it Out, Scooch's albums. excuse me. And he was finally available, and then he came up with this um, couple options for some abstract art that he had done, and we said, that's it. Mm -hmm. But the original album cover actually um, had a couple in the middle, uh, just two strangers that we didn't know, and everything else was just the way you see it. Uh -huh. And we thought, wait a second, this is Get Us Out of Fearland. This is an album inspired by the current social, you know what, situation. And it just seemed like it's, we needed to make it more personal. And so this, if you look careful, there's little nooks and crannies of Miles and his kids with our family at a playground together, hanging out. And yeah. Dr. David Pleasant holding a, pulling a light switch. And then Bettina and I, and then my dad in the upper right corner. My dad, by the way, um, was with the band a decade before Kiss, with face makeup, the same manager's kiss on Columbia Records called Scarecrow. So oh, really? you see me in a recording studio <laughs> with him as a young okay, lad right, playing right. guitar. And then there's another picture of Miles, and then Emiliano is there. So yeah, I like the diversity and some fo photos of Bettina's mom and, and uh, her grandma. It's catchy. I am, I'm sure our audience could probably check it out on your website too, which is... Yeah, BanjoNickaroo.com. It's uh, Banjo, B-A-N-J-O, and Nickaroo is N-I-C-K-A-R-U. Mm -hmm. And Instagram, I'm constantly... Uh, posting so people can follow my my daily uh, routine throughout, <laughs> throughout New York and and around the world. A busy routine, that yes, is. <laughs> no sleeping routine. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's let's share some music from this CD so, to give our audience a taste. And I, I think the the title cut is a, a good place to start, as you kind of um, mentioned. This CD is kind of geared to what's the craziness that's going on around the world for us right now. And uh, the the title song, tell tell us about it. It's a uh, Inspired by some Gullah rhythms, uh, David was playing for us, and we wrote this in Boston. Uh, Bettina's the composer of this, but she was inspired by just us jamming together and rehearsing for, uh, we did um, a couple shows in Boston, some radio shows, and it just came out um, through, uh, it was Bettina's tune, but through us jamming together. So we recorded it with the same process, live of my cousin Lenny Monacello, who's an amazing engineer, and just captured this moment live in the studio. It may be the first or second take. Um, but then when we actually decided to edit it, um, we actually changed the version a little bit. Still the live rawness, but I um, overdubbed the electric bass and electric and, and organ. Actually, Hammond organ, which sounds like a different vibe. So yeah, we're, we're happy with this. This is the, the live raw energy and just, um, just with those two overdubs. Uh, otherwise, it's pretty much the way the, the tune was written. Get us out of fear, lead us through the night.
definitely feel that energy uh yeah. and, you know, watching you guys perform live as i mentioned before at the uh, folk alliance conference i mean everybody was just like enamored with your music and, and everybody was <laughs> tapping their feet dancing and uh, you know and that's the kind of spirit you you do so i guess it's hard in a studio but you you definitely captured it in, in, the, in that recording that that feeling oh thank you um i, I want to go back to the name Banjo Nickaroo and Western Scoot. Now, obviously, you play the banjo. Your name is Nick Russo. Right. That probably has something to do with it. Tell, tell us how that developed. So uh, Bettina has a different version, but she, she always reminds me that it was a, a former girlfriend. Um, uh, Alina, if you're out there, I know she's, uh, she's been traveling. She's, um, we're still friends. She has a b- beautiful girl. But in the Russian culture, she's from, um, from uh, Belarus, you change uh, a person's name by like a couple syllables. Nikaru was one of her names. And uh, coincidentally, I, I toured through Russia, not related to dating her or knowing her family. And then I also used to play in Brooklyn at the Russian club. So I have this kind of threefold Russian experience. Huh. And of course, a lot of great Russian musician friends of mine. Uh, Nick Lazarez is one friend that comes to mind. Anyway, so yeah, Nikaru is a play on my name. And I'm sure some other cultures also do that with names. Sure. And then uh, Banjo Nikaru, because um, <laughs> since I come out of the uh, jazz world, uh, more or less more of a guitar player starting with drums but also tenor banjo i played in vince giordano in the nighthawks and oh. i played in gordon now's grand street stompers so it's a completely different tuning as you know so this band in a way was an excuse to play more five string which is a completely different tuning different technique but as we evolved it's like well you know i do play resonator and bringing all these sonorities so the name kind of uh, stuck and, and the other thing is like nobody can find nick russo because it's too common of a name <laughs> and then lastly my grandfather, who is a Nick Russo, who uh, played with uh, Red Nichols and his Five Pennies, and, oh, wow. and Spike Jones, uh, trombone player, guitar, mandolin, he used to call my cousins, Micah, if you're listening, and Jacqueline and myself and my sister Jennifer, Scooches, because they're like little kids, okay. <laughs> and we spelled it wrong. But it's just, it's just <laughs> like me to have a very improvisata- uh, improvisational, spontaneous kind of uh, lifestyle, or my, my nature is, is that way. So I said, that's it, let's just keep it. So right. it didn't have more than a few minutes of thought i didn't come up with a million names and then now that our name is kind of long i thought about changing it but then it seems like some people it resonates with them 
But some people say, well, I don't really like the banjo, but then they hear us and they say, oh, yeah, you, you play other um, instruments, and it's not all about the banjo. So. Okay. Why Western scooches? Oh, Is good question. <laughs> I guess because the very first gig we got was maybe a mixture of Western swing and, oh, okay. and, and making it like a country-type uh, name. But, uh, yeah, now it's tough because the name is out there in some yeah. respects, although I feel like a small fish in a big pond. So we could shorten it. What, what is your opinion, Ron? You think we should I, keep it? I think you definitely should keep it. Really? Because, you know what, it's one of those things when I first saw it, I said, wow, what is this? I mean, it's something that intrigues people to say, I've got to look into this. Oh, well, that's know? good to know. You know, when you hear something like, uh, I don't know, a rock band foreigner, okay, you kind of know what that's right. going to be. But this, it, it makes people want to learn more. And I, I know I definitely want to learn more about it. Um, there's so much wonderful musical styles that, uh, that you're using in here. How do you develop this? I mean, it, it, when you have so many people involved uh, in so many different cultures and, and musical influences, how does it develop? I mean, how do you not... I, it, it seems to me like, okay, I, if I'm a jazz player, that's where it's going to end up being. But yet you're able to bring all this in. How do you determine... Yeah, it's a good question. What particular uh, song is going to feel? I'm really uh, sometimes awful at organizing and planning, and I just f capture the moment and go with the spirit. So the, <laughs> the first album, we actually brought everyone over to our place and then uh, bought a Home Depot curtain and shot a video for the first album, and then it's extracted the audio from that video. So it was like food on one side, because musicians, we love to eat, and then, all right, you're up next. And literally in the moment, all right, Essie um, and Essie, you play bass on this one, and then Gordon, now you play trumpet. We did some 20s music, and it just... Um, I don't really plan stuff out. I just and this one was a little bit more organized because uh, Bettina comes from the movie and film world, and so this one was like, all right, we're gonna do this. I hear as soon as she played got, um, Dandelion, I, I think I when I practice, I tend to play piano on it. I'm like I definitely hear organ or piano, and I hear gospel singers. So the, the, that sort of thing kind of goes because comes to me right away. So um, although I I went to school for uh, I have a master's in, in jazz, and uh, did a lot of arranging. I took Jimmy Heath's class twice. So I, I know how to arrange, and I've arranged. People have hired me to kind of co-produce. and But mainly I like to play, and I like yeah. to improvise. So I think I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's laziness or part <laughs> of it, just um, I like to go in, within the spirit. So actually, none of this is written out. Believe it or <laughs> not, nothing is planned. Wow. And even when um, we brought Sharon A. Wade and Stephanie Rice to do the, the gospel or jazz um, backup vocals, I, I sent the track, um, a scrap track, and listened, and then I did wind up writing the harmonies that I came up with with Emiliano and I when we do it live as a trio and we tour. We tour often as a trio um, with just maybe just one drummer. And then I said, Stephanie, you know, you do your own thing. So I really, I like to have people do their own thing. I, I don't, um, I like to give people a lot of mm -hmm. freedom and I want people to be themselves. And I always feel like, uh, it's just that it feels the best when everyone in the room is comfortable. Like, sure. if I invited you over, I'm like, Ron, do you want espresso? It's just my nature. Right. I always want people to be happy. And I think um, that makes me happy when I see people enjoying themselves. And um, Yeah, and that, that kind of makes up, like, the melting pot that you were talking yeah. about before. And that's where I think what's so great about folk music. You can't really pigeonhole it as it's one style. You know? Right, A lot right. of people think about, okay, it's a singer with a guitar and crying his eyes out about the song. Right, but right. It, but it's so much more diverse than that. Uh, yeah, I'd like to go to another song now, um, the song called Don't You Follow Me. Tell us about this one. So that was one that uh, Bettina just wrote this beautiful melody and, and played fingerstyle guitar. And I guess just hanging around me, she had this section that was in seven. And we always joke because when we first dated, she felt, at that time I was writing a lot of music in 11 and 13 and studying Indian music. So this one she just wrote on her own, and it happens to be in seven. I don't even know if she realized it. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And... Uh, 
you know, as we played concerts together, little gigs here and there and practice at home, you know, I would start to add the instruments. Oh, the harmonium sounds good. I just bought a harmonium recently. And uh, I have such a love for North Indian classical music, South as well. But it's just, um, it's just so hard to digest and study everything. Because really, I make my living, it sounds so funny, as a jazz guitarist. So playing, you know, jazz, and not only jazz, other related musics like Brazilian and I do Latin gigs and get called for R&B gigs. But really, in, in the jazz tradition, you really have to know every tune and every key. So you can't mess around. You really have to know and be able to play it in every key. So when I do have very little free time, like, oh, I want to get a harmonium and practice on that. So, yeah, this music has a lot of layers to it. I added rain stick. And an Italian tambourine that I can't even pronounce the name, uh, Lenny had it in the studio. So that's on there. And then uh, we took a guitar and we detuned it and I played it with a bow like Jimmy Page and, and banged on it. There's a short video on my Instagram uh, with me doing that in the section of seven. And I'm playing five string banjo. This one may have mandolin too. And this is so many instruments. Then this one was just fun for me because I got to play, I think, all the instruments on this one. And Bettina um, started with, uh, and this one we use, uh, I think, believe, a click track her guitar and, and vocals. And the reason why I'm saying this is because this is not usually our process. The first album was completely no arrangements, no click track, everything live. Um, and then with advice from Lenny and also just to having um, a different type of feel, you know, if you do things a little bit in layers, you can have um, more control of it later and redo takes. You know? I, I'm amazed your credits doesn't have like 30 pages with all the instruments <laughs> and stuff here, but it sounds great. Let's take a listen now to Banjo, Nickaroo and Western Scooches with the song, Don't You Follow Me. It's so early. 
That is, that is gorgeous. Don't You Follow Me. Uh, Banjo, Nickaroo, and Western Scooches, a song from their new CD, Get Us Out of Fearland. It just came out, and uh, Nick is with us today in the studio. Uh, you know, as I listen to this, this wonderful music that you guys put together and all the diverse styles, um, I, I notice a lot of the songs were written by your wife, Bettina? Yes, she wrote them all. Um, the only traditional one on here is 100 Miles, which we'll get mm-hmm. to at some point. Right. She's an amazing, prolific composer and very humble. And uh, basically, I think uh, she really... Uh, she, she, she knows that like, by me you know, he- spearheading this band and, and get us in, getting us gigs, I think, the, um, I think the world actually wouldn't know a lot of these uh, songs. Because mm-hmm. she writes so much and she's focused on writing children's musicals for this amazing program called Garden Players. And that in and of itself is enough. You wouldn't imagine someone who does that um, once a year, a new musical every year for kids, and that they're being sold all over the world. And actually uh, Adele's management came to Queens, where we live, and actually auditioned um, her students. And one of her students got a gig at, oh, the, at the Grammys on oh. a bus commercial with Adele. So to show you how busy Bettina was with that, just that in and of itself, dragging her into this, meaning like, hey, we're, right, we're doing this album. It's always, um, I feel I look at her, she's exhausted. So, oh, sure. So I guess my, my point being that um, it's an interesting uh, combination where I'm like uh, saying, hey, you know, I'm, a, I'm her biggest fan. Right. <laughs> but no, it's true. I really am, I really love her music and, and we get a chance to play together and I really love coming up with um, some of the parts. And, you know, I could say I'm the arranger, which is true, but since I'm so spontaneous, often it's just just hiring high-level musicians and all my these are my really true friends. It just—it's so easy. Just like yeah. Miles, just sing harmony. Of this great, you know. Put this rhythm down, Emiliano. Play this tambourine. Deep. You know, like I—I I don't like to tell people to do. So anyway, so one of my point is that she's Patina wrote all this great music. It's all original music except for one track, and it's all of us just kind of um, improvising great layers over it. I, I know she can't be with us today, to, 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 but I'm, I'm going to ask you this question in her in her place. You know, when she writes these songs, um, you know, it's coming from I guess from her perspective, her her sense of music but yet as you were saying before you know it's kind of organic when you're in the studio you're adding things to it is there a plan when she's writing these songs how they're going to be developed does she have an idea you know what she wants it to sound like or how does it evolve you know she, she brings you a song like yeah. don't you follow me how did it become come that particular piece well we're a good team in the sense that she's really easy to work with and very humble and if i say hey let's just play one of your songs and um often We'll just play it on a gig. Because that's the other thing. We're so busy. We want to booking a gig and playing a song maybe that the band on that specific gig never heard before. Mm-hmm. So it just comes together on a gig sometimes. And like, oh, yeah, let's take that idea and record. That sometimes happens. So it happens sometimes in the studio. It happens organically. But this particular one, she definitely wanted that stop at the very end, like one slap at the very end of the tune. And that's like so uh, very, a very sm- a small request from the composer. So that's great. Mm-hmm. And 
that's advantageous because it leaves everyone so much freedom and just gives you a different dynamic where everybody feels like you contribute. Like, I feel like right. I can play anything over it, and she's cool with it. But, but when she was writing, did she think of it, okay, we're going to add a harmonium? No, not at all. That's what amazes me. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like so natural. Like, this right. was, it was planned for that. Yeah, there's no plan at all. In fact, oh, actually, amazing. I think she reminds me of that Soar, which is one of my favorite tunes. She said that I didn't like it at first because she just played the melody and the chorus. I'm like, ah, oh, it's okay. And I'm usually very open-minded, and that wound up becoming my favorite tune. And so that's after making it more of an uh -huh. alternate grass or new grass. And, you know. we, why, don't we, why don't we play that song now, then? Let's, let's listen to okay. Soar. Here's uh, Banjo Nickaroo and Western Scooches. Ain't much burning in me no more I used to walk through the fire I was the one they'd all adore Now I'm a coward or a liar But I still That's a song that kicks off the new CD from Banjo, Nickaroo, and Western Scooches. Song called Soar. And the name of the CD is Get Out of Fearland. Get Us Out of Fearland. And uh, Nick Russo uh, is with us today talking about this wonderful CD and the wonderful band. And, and I'm, I'm just amazed every cut I hear. Uh, anyway, this is like a folk festival on one CD. I mean, oh, there's thank so you, many Ron. different wonderful, so diverse much. styles. Um, uh, wh wh how, how long has the band been together now? Maybe just two years we two put years. the first album out october 2016 just that all of us have independent careers and we've mm -hmm. played together 
I was just thinking as you played that of Harvey Wirt, who plays um, so amazingly on that track and a bunch of tracks. Him and I played together in Malika's Arrows band, and that band changed my life because it was my first time playing professionally in an African band. And the Moroccan rhythms are 12, 4, and 3, and 6 all at the same time, which you can also say for Afro-Peruvian and a lot of West African rhythms. And that, that, this happens also, in, uh, obviously, in Afro-Cuban and Cuban music and Brazilian, but especially Moroccan and Afro-Peruvian, they had this very um, interesting groove where one can perceive it as one and not even realize the other. I mean, obviously, like, uh, especially an American. So my... my, my um, I'm so blessed because that groove, even though it's new grass, alt grass, it comes <laughs> from like Suriname, where Harvey's from. He's from Suriname. It's like a Harvey Wirt, Nick Russo groove together. I kind of just kind of came up with, with that um, in the studio messing around. And, and, and I'll, one little inside thing is that when we played it, we kept joking and Harvey was, and I were saying, that's called a half groove. Because the way we were putting um, like this accent on uh -huh. a certain beat and not filling it out and just him, myself, and a click track, it sounded like a half groove. So that's one example where it was live in the studio, and then we kind of um, de um, deconstructed the tune. Back to Harvey and I, and uh, kept Miles' vocals, by the way, because Miles is such an amazing musician. He was like spot on. We were able to use the same vocals. And make a long story short, uh, I added electric bass on that. So I'm playing more electric bass on this album. Well, actually, the only time I played in this band playing electric bass. But it sounds great. I was yeah. really, really happy with that group. So uh, yeah, I just mentioned it because it's very unique. So people who play it that says, oh, this is alt grass or new grass, Mixed in with like a Suriname, Harvey Wirt, you know, the unique groove. I, I'm just amazed as, as you talk about all the different groups and artists that you play and, and know and perform with. Uh, how do you juggle all that? I mean, you know, to get into a, to a certain groove. Okay, today I'm doing you know Afro-Cuban music. Uh, today I'm right. doing new grass. Is it difficult as an artist to to you know get up for the game each day for when you're doing something different like that? It can be really challenging, and, and as you probably know, being a freelancer, it just the schedule dictates by the, how the gigs come in. So um, if I get called for a gig um, in advance, like I want to check out the music. The first, first thing I do is, is get the music and listen to it in headphones. And if it's something like I played the Big Apple Circus, and I was just shedding that. So when I had that gig and I was playing at Lincoln Center, subbing for the guitarist, literally that was like all I did for two weeks is just shed that music because you can't mess up yeah. as a musician, especially that kind of thing. It's a very heavy reading gig. But then something like this where we're creating our own groove, it's um, less strict, so it's um, a different part of the brain in a way. Mm -hmm. You're just going and you're creating the studio. And um, since it's my cousin's studio, you know, we have the family discount. So uh, <laughs> that allows some more freedom, whereas if you're in a studio sometimes and people are paying a lot of money. Sure. Like I've been a sideman in that situation. I just I just recorded the new song for Home Depot, so it's me on banjo. And, like, you don't want to mess up because somebody's hiring you. And then, you know, so in that situation, it's like, just play it as straight as you can. You recite reading the music or you're learning it by ear. Boom, clean cut. This, we had some more freedom. And we did re-record the songs a few times. So um, just it was just a great team having yeah. my uh, cousin Lenny Monacello be, be, sort of be the co-producer. And he's a great musician in his own right. And then having Harvey come into the mix. And, again, I'm like I said before, circle back around, I like to give people a lot of freedom so it's like harvey come in and just play this tune what do you hear on this and then i think we wound up re-recording this twice we did two sessions with harvey on the same tune but then the, all right this is magic this is it so again not telling him what to do i wanted him to find his way mm -hmm. well one of my favorite cuts on the cd is a song called dandelion oh cool give us an introduction to this one this is one that Bettina wrote, came to me very raw and i really uh i like the tune we started playing it on gigs and i was playing 
sometimes I play guitar with an octave pedal, so I'm playing this, for lack of a better groove name, a second line or New Orleans groove. It's more than that. It's an eclectic mix or a melting pot. But basically, I'm getting this New Orleans groove, and we just did some trio gigs, her and a drummer. And then at some point, she wrote a beautiful verse. But, um, but in pop music, you'd call it maybe an intro, but in, in the jazz world, you call it a verse, which is a miniature tune before the tune. And then I said, all right, I hear this on organ. And then for some of the, I think for Nerfa and Folk Alliance, I played it on keyboard when there was one available. And then it's just, trans I just heard gospel singing. And I, I said, I'm going to call my good friend Stephanie Rice and my other friend Sharon A. Wade. And I brought the two of them in. They're amazing jazz singers. And by the way, I don't like to always pigeonhole because they can sing anything. So I just use that word gospel loosely. But they just brought in some spirits. They brought us to church on this one, for sure. And I'm playing organ in the beginning for the verse, but then um, my good friend who appears on this one track is an amazing keyboard player who played on my first album, Row, my jazz album in 2006, Art Hirahara is playing in. And that's also Harvey Ward on drums, and I'm playing electric bass. In the darkness around you It's always a fight
Oh man, <laughs> that is. Well, am I? Is my microphone on? Yeah, I hear, I hear you. Oh, well, I, hit I, the I, I turned my headphones off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was having such a good time with that. I turned my own headphones off. I was just listening to the big speakers here. That was a wonderful cut. A song called Dandelion from Banjo Nickaroo and Western Scooches. Uh, Nick Russo was with us today. Uh, you know, as you can tell, the last half hour of the songs we've been playing here, uh, you know, this band has such a diverse. Uh, mix of artists contributing to this wonderful sound. Um, is there a, a, a theme that you, that, you know, if, some, if you if somebody didn't have access to, a, I guess your elevator uh, speech, they, they, they say, if you had right. explained uh, banjo Nickaroo and Western Scooches in a short sentence, how would you how would you describe it? I guess everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> That's a good one. And we thought about that then, but there is a band that has that name already, the kitchen uh, sink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's a melting pot of everything from Siranan drumming to Gullah Geechee to North Indian classical, yeah. raga to, to gospel vocals and R&B and, and 20s. We have a homage to a 20s tune, which uh, maybe another show or at some point, I, I don't need no glasses. And then we have you know the bluegrass altgrass element and um, some uh, second line New Orleans. Is there a... a a mission a statement of sorts of, for the group. I mean, are you just all out there just to, to, to share this music or is there a purpose behind what you're, what, what you're trying to do? Well, it's always about uh, us, I guess, having a great time together. And then in, in turn, the, I know the audience yes. is having fun. So the house sure. concerts we've done and the gigs, people just say, Oh, you guys look like you're having so much fun. So I, I just feel like we're sincere and natural. However, since the new climate change, as you know, mm. not just environmental climate, but just being such an environmentalist and also with the, social political without getting into it um this inspired a Bettina to write a lot of amazing powerful music and i just like my new hero is emma gomez oh, you yeah. know with her speeches and yeah. just gun control and just being mindful of each other's cultures and yeah i guess the mission statement is that um diversity is, yeah. is that we all need to get out of get us out of fearland and not be so afraid ever since i was a kid i didn't i didn't know black or white or green or yellow i've just grew up in a very um a, progressive household didn't know it was progressive and never judged people just for who they are who their soul mm -hmm. is and if somebody's sincere they're honest it's all that really matters sure. so i think this music is honest and it speaks um to i think it speaks to a lot of people because um we have a, people from a lot of different cultures and backgrounds in our band it, it's it's music that i think gives me hope you know when i, when I hear oh, songs like you. this uh <laughs> you know as you mentioned emma i mean though it's showing the younger generations and, and musicians and everybody i could speak this universal language through through song and uh i i'm really honored that you were able to come here today and share this i'm with honored us. to be here thank you uh, you've got some gigs coming up what, what's 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 going on oh yes please everybody come out yeah. june 14th it's a thursday night at drome d-r-o-m in the lower east side it's going to be a cd album release and everyone's going to be there it's like the, it's it's expensive it, it's costing it's not expensive for you the listener <laughs> but we're i'm paying a lot of money out of pocket because i'm going to bring my musical family that put this album together all together in one spot and new york city is the place to do it because most of us live there and hopefully we'll get uh, dr david pleasant to fly from savannah or he's going to be in san diego or uh, he's finishing his doctorate in um switzerland but yeah everyone's going to be together for the most part you know this there's many of the musicians on this this album as possible and that's a large number so that's a special spot to see us and you can follow us um instagram banjo nickaroo it's b-a-n-j-o and n-i-c-k-a-r-u also dot com on facebook and we'll be advertising this gig and we have actually we've been we've been blessed and we're very appreciative of all the djs like yourself ron and all these great djs playing our music and doing interviews so we're we're happy that people are enjoying it and we want people to come out to the release and yeah just 
follow us. You can always find us and find other shows we're doing. We're going to actually try to do some some miniature releases maybe in Philly or Connecticut, but the one in New York at Drome is June 14th, and our release date is the 15th. So we finished that concert. We'll have CDs available, yeah. and right now they're not available. Oh, actually. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we're not signed to any label, too, so we're <laughs> hoping maybe a label will be interested. Right? Sure. And I'm doing everything myself between all my sideman gigs. We, Patina and I are the core, and we are, um, that's Patina Hershey, my soulmate and the composer. We're both full-time musicians, so it is, it's, a, it's a balance of doing all this with no sleep. It's a challenge, it's a that's challenge. for sure. Well, what's, what's your website? Oh, Banjo, B-A-N-J-O, Nickaroo, N-I-C-K-A-R-U.com. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Nick, I want to thank you for coming here today. And I, I want to end with one more song from your CD, um, you know, a show called Traditions. We've got to get one traditional song in here. Yes. And you had a couple on your first CD as well. We uh, did. Uh, you, you chose for this one 100 Miles. How, how did this one get chosen out of so many possible songs that you could have done? I guess when we do gigs, this is one that we play. And I love the way Bettina sings it. Actually, this was Bettina's idea to put this specific song on there and there were going to be a couple more but we sort of ran out of time we wanted to get everything done before folk alliance so this is the one that happened to you know be the, the gem and kenny Kostick plays fiddle on it and uh yeah i'm actually being a mostly a guitar player and a tenor banjo and resonator i'm really um it's a journey on the five string banjos you know tune differently hmm. so like um, i'm in awe of all the great bluegrass players um so yeah this is my uh my introduction to the bluegrass world with this with this tune <laughs> Well, Nick Russo, thank you so much for coming by today. Oh, and, uh, thank you, Ron. We look Ron forward Ross. to more great things in the future from Banjo, Nickaroo, and Western Scooches. Thank you very much. Here now is uh, the group doing 100 Miles.
100 Miles. That's Banjo, Nickaroo, and Western Scooches from their new album, Get Us Out of Fearland. And again, my thanks to, to Nick Russo for coming by today. I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions, and uh, we got a few minutes left in our show.